Tony and Mad Max live here with all you people here. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mad Max Radio on Live 365. We are live, of course. It goes down tonight. Oh, it's a big night. Big it's the night big for night. Two franchises. Um, I guess it's I guess it's whichever one you root for that you would say is probably like the biggest night. It's a make or yeah. break for both Gettleman and Joe Douglas. For both for both of the local teams. But again, this is I feel their like job. This is yeah. their job. If they do not get these picks right, say if Zach Wilson turns into a bust, or whoever the Giants draft, if he's just a player that doesn't pan that doesn't pan out at all, they're, they're, you're gone. Mm-hmm. You're out. I'm just going to um, uh, pull up the latest mock draft. Perfect. Well, we know that the first two picks are a lock. The San Francisco 49ers is a question because you hear different reports. They're saying Mac Jones could go to the Niners. They're saying Trey Lance can go, Justin Fields. I'm surprised how far and how low that Justin Fields has fell in these mock drafts. I'm surprised because this was the guy that was supposed to be the second best quarterback in the draft mm-hmm. after Trevor Lawrence. Well, let's it's see. Insane. Well, now I just pulled up Mel Kuyper's final mock draft. This is from 10.06 this morning. This is according to NJ.com. Of course, you know, it's ESPN, but ESPN is a, is a um, exclusive site. You have to, like, sign up and have an account to get the full list. But this is from NJ.com, Mel Kuyper's final list here, his final mock draft. Want to run this through? Go ahead, man. I'm all for it. I'm all yours. So he says that, um, uh, well, here's a couple of, uh, let's see, how is this going to be run down? Hmm. So essentially he has five quarterbacks being taken in, in the top 10 this year. Not surprised. Don't tell me that the Patriots don't trade up. No, what he has here is the Jaguars getting Lawrence. Mm-hmm. The Jets getting Zach Wilson, as you said, like those are two locks, right? Mm-hmm. He's got the Niners choosing Mac Jones from Alabama with the number three pick, which is interesting because what we've heard this week is that they've come to a deadlock of two quarterbacks that they're that they're choosing between either Mac Jones of Bama or Trey Lance of uh, North Dakota State. And we're, we'll eventually find out later tonight who that person is. It's definitely going to be a quarterback. 100%. 100%. So Mel Kuyper has them taking Mac Jones. But here's something interesting. Kuyper thinks that the Patriots are going to trade up to seven and take Trey Lance from North, from North Dakota State. Now, I don't know who is who's seven. Seven? Isn't that is that the Broncos or is that the Panthers? I think it's the Panthers. I think it is the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So I think it so they would trade up to seven and get their quarterback and Trey Lance, which I told you, I told you a couple of weeks ago. Trey Lance, via as the scouts have been looking at him, is very mature for his age, a gentleman expounds class with his personality like the guy 
acts like a true professional and that's what Belichick loves. That's what the Patriot organization has been looking for. And this, and I think it's like, I, I think it's the perfect fit. <clears throat> what if, we're, if there's a shakeup in the draft and we know it's not going to happen, but what if say the jets were to take Justin Fields or if, if the Jaguars don't take Lawrence, like what if we know it's probably not going to happen, but what if there was a shakeup at any point in, in this draft? early on if there's a shape i mean then that completely throws off the draft in itself if the jets take justin fields well then you're wondering about zach wilson where's he gonna go would the niners maybe think about zach wilson instead of trey lance or mac jones would the patriots have to trade up to get one of those quarterbacks like it's all it gets thrown out it all gets thrown out of whack but let me continue on with this um with this thing with what Mel Kuyper is saying Mm -hmm. he projects that Justin Fields goes all the way down to nine to the Broncos which they just traded for Teddy Bridgewater they did but that's not like Teddy Bridgewater is not like a starter in this league. That's that's going to be consistent. They're going to draft. They drafting Justin Fields would make a ton of sense. Drew Locke is not anywhere near close to what the Broncos really need. And Bridgewater is a nice stopgap, so he can nurture Justin Fields. If this happens, he can nurture Justin Fields into the, in, into the starting role. And the Broncos can be on their way. The Broncos have a lot of holes. As you know, last year, man, they were a bad team. They almost beat the Jets, but like, no, they, no, I mean, the Jets almost beat them. Joe Flacco came in and was just Joe, Joe Flacco gunslinging that ball and saved their skin. That was the game where Darnold got like, got, got launched and slammed on his shoulder remember that and they put him back out in the game later anyway and the same game where um uh where where Beckton got hurt took him out and then they put Beckton Beckton back back in in. (laughs) and then he and then and then his injuries and then his injury got got re-aggravated so that was a really that was a real interesting game it was a Thursday night game too and I remember it it was brutal Jets Jets and Broncos but Kuiper has them taking fields at nine um, so we also says we get three, three big wide receivers or three playmaking pass catchers going in the top 10. He has Kyle Pitts going to go into the Falcons at four makes a ton of sense. Kyle Pitts is covered by so many teams. And I think it's just all about where you stand in terms of the pecking order. And with the top three teams getting quarterbacks, you know, the, the Falcons are just going to strike at probably one of the biggest playmakers in this draft. And Kyle Pitts would be perfect. He would be. Their receiving core is already top notch. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, and you're going to add this great tight end from Florida into the mix, you know, it really helps Matt Ryan. Their offensive line is pretty good. They have a new coach, so it's a brand new system. And like these are all reasonable picks. These aren't like these aren't like like insane predictions by Mel no. for the for, for the final mock draft. <clears throat> he has the Bengals at five, taking Jamar Chase from LSU, the other 
playmaking wide receiver, which is very bold, I would say, because you would figure with how Joe Burrow missed the, got knocked out last season. I think he, what, did he tear his ACL or did he, or, or did he break a leg? I'm pretty sure he tore his ACL. Yeah, by bad offensive line play, you would think they would be pouncing on on one of these linemen, mm-hmm. Sewell, Slater, like, and they're in that position. So mm-hmm. I know that Burrow knows Jamar Chase very well. They both went to the same college, played, played on the same team. But, hey, you know what? Like, if they want to get a playmaker, that's, the, that's, that's a really good choice. And they are in the position to do that. They are. And also, finally, at six, the Miami Dolphins, he has them taking the Heisman winner, Devontae Smith from Alabama. And I, I only think that he's saying that because the Tua Jamar connection, Chase, the Tua connection a little bit, but mostly because Jamar Chase is already taken. I think that if the Bengals take one of the offensive linemen and Jamar Chase is available, then the Dolphins are going to swoop in they really need a playmaker. Like they have good receivers, you know, they have Devonte Parker, they've got Mike Kosicki. Um, they've got, they've already got the young quarterback in Tua. They got the really good coach. <clears throat> They're going to be making noise. The Dolphins, I'm telling you, that is the team to watch out for in the AFC East. Aside from the bills, bills. Who, are, who are already a great team. I don't think, the, I don't think you got to watch out for the jets. I mean, they got <laughs> they got a lot of work to do. Yeah, but we'll see. But we'll see tonight, man. I mean, so Pitts, Chase, Devontae Smith, four, five, and six. He has them going in order. Kyber believes that that the Giants at eleven will take Jalen Waddle, the other wide receiver from Bama. Which, I mean, I wouldn't mind, but like. I think you need offensive line. If if Rashawn Slater is still out there at eleven, you need to take him. You gotta get you gotta get some like like um you gotta build a wall on that offensive line. I agree hundred really percent. You already because have receivers. You have Galladay, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard did Darius Slayton, Saquon, Saquon's coming back. They took a flyer on John Ross. Evan Ingram. Evan Kyle Ingram, Rudolph. Kyle, yeah, Kyle Rudolph. You don't need no like, receivers. Get out of here. <laughs> they need offensive linemen. That's a line. Like, why? Like, is it because they don't think that's that Slater is going to last? Like, because all I really see here from NJ.com, they they're 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 only showing picks one through six. And all and he said, and he said that the that the Patriots will trade up to get Trey Lance at seven. And that the Broncos will take fields at nine, but I don't think he said anything about about the number eight pick. Nothing like that. So I, does he just think that like the, the Giants just want to go playmate? How about this? I didn't even read this. Kuiper thinks that the Jets will trade their second pick in the first round, number twenty three overall, and trade up. And move up and move up to 16 to select the USC guard Elijah Vera Tucker. Another USC guy. I hate no, those, is, those players. 
you, uh, the Jets. I can't say are. I hate them. I mean, it's not. It doesn't. It's not that deep. But but I do, I'm not a fan of USC players at all. I get that, dude. But like the Jets need guards. They do. But but the thing that pisses me off, they need to pull off big trades in this draft, and that's trading up. You need ETN. You need the linemen. I agree with going very, very strong on the on the offense in this in this year's draft. You gotta build weapons around Zach Wilson. Do not let him fail like you did Sam Darnold. I they they can't let they can't let that happen. They cannot let that happen. Zach Wilson needs that wall of an offensive line. He needs he still needs a number one wide receiver. Did you hear the rumors out there that the Falcons are willing to trade Julio Jones? If I'm on the if, if you you texted me this, if I'm the Jets, I'm on the phone with them right now. Yeah, I, I texted you that. Yep. They, they need I to don't... pull a trade off like that. Stop not having guts. Trade. I'm just, I'm just pulling up now. Uh... How long? Listen, three hours ago. This is from SportingNews.com. This is their final mock draft. Um, obviously, one and two. Lawrence to the Jaguars. Zach Wilson to the Jets. One and two. Mac Jones going to the 49ers. Kyle Pitts to the Falcons. Jamar Chase to the Bengals. Jalen Waddle to the Dolphins. So mm-hmm. instead of taking Devontae Smith, like Kuiper says, Sporting News has them taking Jalen Waddle. They have the Lions. Oh, it wasn't the Panthers that they that the Patriots would have traded for. It would have been the Lions. Right? Been the, the Lions. Lions. The Lions would have traded down with New England. But on this mock draft, they would keep the seventh pick and and draft Penny Sewell. Oh, Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell. I don't know why I didn't pronounce his name right. It's difficult. I when the first time I came across it, I couldn't do it either. I had to go and look up and, and listen to him being interviewed or just to him being announced on the field for something. I couldn't I couldn't announce it pronounce it per, correctly either. They have the Panthers taking Patrick Sertain, the the second, the cornerback from Bama, mm-hmm. which is another name too that maybe the Jets could look into. If he drops all the way to 23, you know what I was reading? You're going to love this. I was reading from experts on Twitter that in each of the first first round draft picks, the last three years, the 49ers have taken defensive linemen. You can't watch them take a lineman with that, with that 23rd pick overall. Well, have to wait and see, man. I can see the giants taking certain too. I'll be pissed if that happens. They need to go heavy. This is how I'm looking at it. Tony, they go all offense in this draft pretty much worry about your defense later because you got you can't if zach wilson comes in here he has no weapons around him how is this kid going to have confidence going into his sophomore season getting beat up no line no receivers they really need to build this offense tonight through the draft i couldn't agree more so at number nine with the broncos they have them taking trey lance so I mean, makes sense. So, so they don't. So they don't have the Patriots trading in, in into the top ten. Yeah, they had the Cowboys taking J.C. Horn, and the Giants taking Rashawn Slater at, at eleven. I love that. They have the the Eagles at twelve, taking Devontae Smith. They have the Chargers taking Elijah Vera Tucker at thirteen. 
they predict that the Justin Fields will drop to 15 to the Patriots. Imagine that. That's crazy. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna scroll down and see where they have the Jets at 23. Well, it defensive end, isn't it? Aziz Ajulari, edge of, rusher, outside linebacker from Georgia. Of course. I mean, but that's an edge that's an edge rusher, man. Like forget that. And imagine this, dude. The pick after that at 24, Najee Harris to the Steelers. Uh, <laughs> of course. Why not? You could just see like the Jets picking, like picking, like yeah, just like uh, just a guy on, on the defensive line, and then like they, then the next team, the Steelers, just would take Najee Harris. They lose out on the next Barry Sanders. <sighs> or break. Or for the Jets' case, the next like Curtis Martin, <laughs> and then yeah, <laughs> the next Curtis Martin gone, just like that. I could see that happening a hundred percent. Man, but let me see. This is Bleacher Reports. This is from the Bleacher Reports NFL Scouting Department. Big stuff here. Same thing, pretty much. Lawrence to the Jaguars, Zach Wilson to the Jets. They have the Niners taking Trey Lance. Which again, that just that 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 makes a lot of sense. Kyle Pitts going to, to the Falcons. Jamar Chase to the Bengals. How do you pronounce his name? Siebel? Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell to, to the Dolphins. That's pretty nice for the Dolphins. Gives two of more I, help. I don't think that would I don't I don't think they would go that route. I think they're looking for a playmate. Mm, I agree. No, they have the, the Lions taking Rashawn Slater again, but it does make sense, man. Like the the, the the Giants need a guy like that. They have Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive lineman, um, going to the Panthers at eight. Very interesting. I guess they would have, I guess, like give Darnold some protection. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would have thought that was a, who, who would have thought that that was needed <sighs> yeah they have the Broncos taking Mac Jones at nine the Cowboys take taking the cornerback from Bama Patrick Sertain the second at 10 very very interesting and they have the Giants taking Devontae Smith the Heisman winning wide receiver from Alabama at 11 we both agree that they need offensive line. If, if they were to draft Devontae Smith, dude, that is just stockpiling offensive weapons at that point. It really is. It definitely helps them, but it's it it just helps, at the same time. Know, Daniel Jones is going to be on his ass in the freaking backfield the whole time. Unless Andrew Thomas takes a massive step, a massive step forward in, in the sophomore year, I, I just don't, I just don't see how you can't, Take another another lineman. You just paid Kenny Galladay a crap ton of money. You have guys on you have you have Saquon Barkley, your star running back, coming back off a major knee injury. Man, you want him to you want him to have as much open space as possible. Like it just makes too much sense. I don't know where all these 
draft these mock drafts are coming from where the Giants have to take an, another damn receiver. I mean, I get that, like, you can never have enough offense, but you got to have offensive linemen. It just makes too much sense. Where is this? I've never heard the whole Devontae Smith to the Giants talk for months. And then all of a sudden this week, I'm just hearing, oh, well, you can either get Smith or Waddle. I mean, like, where is, like, the urgency to actually protect your quarterback? It's important. Like, I, I complained last year about the Becton pick. It was a no-brainer because I wanted a big-time receiver, but it was needed. And now, now you I wanted – um, You wanted uh, – what was his name? He went to the uh, Broncos. I know, who you're, I, I know who you're talking about. What the – he was – he, he, he played for Bama. Yeah, I forget his name. <laughs> He played for Bama. I'm going to double check it while you're yeah. looking up the draft thing. Yeah, they also have uh, – this one also has Bleach Report said that the Patriots are, are going to get Justin Fields at 15. He's going to draft a 15. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, yeah, I knew. Yeah, he went to the um, uh, Broncos. Yeah, yeah, you wanted Jerry Judy. Could have, could have had C.D. Lamb too. Yeah, I would have taken him, but the Cowboys snatched him. And he's, an, and he's an important part of their offense now, CeeDee Lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jets need that line. They need the running back. It, in your honest opinion, what do you think the Jets select should select at 23? Should it be ETN? Ooh, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, what position is ETN? Running back. Running back. <sighs> P. Ryan's not the answer. No, but how do we know that? Josh Adams isn't the answer. Tevin Coleman's only signed here for one year. I get what you're saying, but damn, do they need they they need protection, dude? They need something. They need to they need something for the foundation of a, of, a, of a football team, offensive and defensive line. Those those are your foundations, man. That's your mantle. That's your crust. Something to build off that. You you they hit. They hit, I think, I think a grand slam on Mikai Becton. They did, hundred percent. I mean, let's hope that he's not injury prone. I, I know it was only his first year, but let's hope that he's healthy throughout his. You better career. not be looking at that other corner, Farley, who's got all these injury issues. Because then it's D. Milner two point coming to the Jets, the best Here's cornerback in the too. league. This other guy that teams have really liked, uh, Mika Parsons. The mm-hmm. linebacker from Penn State. I heard that the Giants have been looking at him. Um, it's if he if they 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 have him going seventeen to the Las Vegas Raiders. Again, folks, this is the Bleacher Reports scouting department, NFL scouting department's final mock draft. This was just put out three hours ago. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot all the way down to twenty three to see where the Jets are going. At 23, they have the Jets taking Greg Newsom II, the quarter, cornerback from Northwestern. <laughs> they, need, they need secondary help. They do, but at the same time, why didn't they address it in free agency when, with signing Quan Williams and Richard Sherman? Easy, because then next year, you got two first-round picks. Those two players will get you through this year. 
use one of those first round picks on a starting corner. They definitely that they definitely could have gone that route. I guess Douglas didn't want to didn't didn't want to unload a ton, didn't want to unload the amount of money that was no, of course not. Sign. When does when does he want to? Because spending money in football is what leads to winning teams. Buccaneers, the Patriots, <laughs> but the Jets aren't in that class bracket. And again, on this Bleach Report draft, they have the Steelers taking Najee Harris right after. That's such a Jet uh, thing they're doing right there. It's like, oh, you take them right after. Oh, wow. Jets are going to have to trade up a lot in this draft, in my opinion. You you got to get as many best player available positions in this draft. You got to. They have the Bills taking Etienne at 30. The Bills taking Etienne. Imagine that. (sighs) This kid drops to 30. And the Jets would have missed out on both Harris and Etienne. Crazy. I'm telling you, man, there's a, like, I think what really sucks is that with the second overall pick, it's like, yeah, like, we know what it is. It's the quarterback. Then you got to wait all the way to 23 to see what else can be added to this team, like, in general. And that could bring a lot of stress. That could bring a lot of pressure because now you're thinking, oh, my goodness, they could use alignment. Oh, my goodness, they can use a cornerback. Oh, my goodness, they could use a a playmaker. They could use any sort of other position. It was one of the big drawbacks of trading Sam Darnold. If you would have stuck with Darnold, then you would have had two first round picks to add to the foundation of the team as a whole. Mm-hmm. Now you only really have one. The first one, the second overall pick is already going to be used for the quarterback. And we probably, and we already know, and we already know who it is. It's not going to be Justin Fields. It's going to be Zach Wilson. It's so the whole Justin Fields thing is just shot out of left field. Out of the mock drafts I've just looked at, they have him dropping to 15. I think the Justin Fields hype is dead. It's not where it once was. And it, the Jets have, 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 have a lot to answer tonight. And the Giants as well. This is Joe Douglas's job. This is David Gettleman's job. It is. If they, if they don't get these picks right, they're gone. More so Gettleman than Douglas. I don't. D- Douglas is here for – Douglas has a, has a six-year contract. He's been pretty good at drafting. Uh, like not, no, like I don't know terrific. about – No, I don't not know terrific. about that. He's had a couple hits. He hit the home Come run on, on Mekhi Becton. That was a no-brainer. Mims did – the, the jury's still out on him. But if Mim shows out this year, he then that's a then that's a home run. That's a home run. Uh, I agree with that. But besides that, there was nothing else to. <sighs> it's just that whole draft class makes me insane. I mean, the Ashton is- Davis pick pissed me off. The safety, he stinks. Yeah. I mean, he drafted the good punter. 
Braden Mann. Great. <laughs> At least we have a punter. Maybe we'll make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Braden Mann. He's, he's going to win us the chip. He's going to win. <laughs> Braden Mann. Trash, man. Give me a That's break. Gay. When was this put out? I'm really worried about them going defensive end in the, in the, with that 23rd pick. It, it better be a running back or it better be an offensive lineman. I'm telling you right now. In the second pick, too, in the second round, make sure you go. If you don't get the offensive lineman, then go get the running back. I get you. If ETN's still there in the second round, they better take him. Let me look at um, – I'm going to go on Twitter and see I'm uh, – Any news? Yeah, go on Adam Schefter's maybe thing here. Anything new here? Let me see. New York Jets news. Hmm. There's been rumors that the Saints have been trying to trade up to get into into the top ten. But who are they going to trade with? Mm. Either probably the Panthers or maybe the Lions. And that's going to be big competition for the Patriots because they want to get into the top ten. Exactly. <laughs> A day this big. Do you see Zach Wilson's Twitter? Oh, no. He said a day this big has to start in the gym. Hey man, I'm gonna go use the bathroom real quick. So you just keep like keep talking about the draft and stuff. I'll be right back. Keep talking about the draft and everything. Yeah, so tonight it goes down. It goes down at 8 p.m. We're gonna see who the Jets draft. We're gonna see if there's any shakeups because that's gonna be what's really interesting is if there's any shakeups. Because if the Jets don't take Zach Wilson, which I think they're going to, it's pretty obvious at this point. What would fall from there? I mean, Justin Fields was supposed to be the second best quarterback in the draft months ago, especially after that win against Clemson. Uh, that guy just fell way low on the on the draft uh, the draft boards, which was surprising to me because this guy was going up against big contenders, faced Alabama in the championship. I get that he didn't win the game with Ohio State in that championship against Alabama, but the guy can compete. He takes loss well. He lost to, Clem to Clemson the year before, looked at the score, put it up in, in his locker, and used that as motivation for next year to say, hey, I'm going to come back and beat them, and they did. Or how about when the linebacker from Clemson almost injures him to the point where he's got to be taken out of the game, and he's still, he's still in there, and he wins him the game. Played injured. He's tough. He's, a tough, he's tough mentally. He's tough physically. I, I just don't understand why Justin Fields has fallen this far in the draft it's th th there's got to be some question marks somewhere there's got to be because if there wasn't I, I don't think he'd be falling this far I, I heard the rumors out of well I, it's not really a rumor but apparently he does have epilepsy and that he takes medication for it should that be why people don't draft him I don't know I think his talent is tremendous I think he's got a high ceiling but the, the the apparent pick here for the Jets is Zach Wilson. I've been saying that for months and months and months and months now. I'd be happy with either or Zach Wilson or Justin Fields on this team, 100%. I wouldn't get mad if the Jets went with Justin Fields, but they said that Zach Wilson is the most talented passer in this draft. So you have to go with that. You have to go with him. You have to make him the leader of your team, put the pieces around him, 
His arm talent is is tremendous. It's out of this world, apparently. He gets comparisons from Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Those are two quarterbacks that you want comparisons to. Then you see people on Twitter that say that Zach Wilson is the next Mitchell Trubisky and the Jets are going to be missing out on on the actual real quarterbacks and Justin Fields and Mac Jones. I don't know. It it all depends. The, The pro day went well for Zach Wilson, but at the same time, I mean, this guy was throwing the wide open people. He's got a, but you look at the play tapes in college, you see what he can do. He throws tight spirals. He puts it right on the money. He puts it where the defender can't grab it all the time. But then you look at the flaws. I looked at the flaws on YouTube. I watched YouTube videos breaking down his flaws. He does have some efficiency and time issues. His release, it's not, it's not up to date and up to speed as much as it should be. It really isn't. I don't know if you've looked at his flaws on certain plays. He throws late. Who Zach is that? Wilson. His flaws, like I have, I haven't. How's his like? What is his biggest flaw? I know that he has a really strong arm. Yeah, he, he throws like, sometimes. Sometimes will throw late. His timing and efficiency will be off on certain throws. That's pretty much his only flaw, I'd say. He's mobile. He's he's tough. In, in the pocket and outside the pocket, he can scramble on, on the run on the left or the right and throw down the field is, which is insane. I think, I think he's the guy I, I do a hundred percent. I think he's the guy, but like I said, if it were the case that the jets were to shake up this draft and draft Justin Fields, I, w- I wouldn't be bad at all. Hmm. Did you see this tweet by Adam Schefter? It was this morning. Um, multiple teams are expected to contact the Niners today to inquire about the availability of Jimmy Garoppolo. But as of early this morning, the chances of him being traded are, in the words of one source, remote. Let's see if anything changes. So essentially, I think we know who, and you've been saying it for months. You'd think he's going to oh, be going to the Patriots. There was, there was a rumor that was spreading on Twitter last night saying that, like, the Patriots have been working on a contract with Jimmy with Jimmy G and that a deal with the Niners was basically in the works. Now, I think that the Niners are tampering this, this down a little bit. They're they're like, they're, they're trying to, you know, quell the hype around like Jimmy G being traded. And they're doing this just for the fact that it's not, it's that could affect how teams will look at them in the draft tonight. But things could change. It could change. It could definitely change throughout tonight, into into tomorrow, into the next day. After that, like it, it def it, it's definitely something to look at. I just don't see how you could have a young quarterback drafted at three and then just keep Jimmy Garoppolo there. Unless they put him on um, the bench for learning for a year. I guess, and do like a Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes thing. But why couldn't the Jets have done that? <laughs> Seriously. like they, they, Of course they did. They're going to throw Zach Wilson right out there in the line of fire. Any thought of the Jets doing that, the, the whole world would have would have combusted because it would have been like, well, you don't use the number two pick on a quarterback that, that you're going to sit for a year. I agree with that because I'm sick of the, the losing seasons. Time to get going and move on. I'm sick of it because if then if you draft a backup quarterback or not draft, if you sign a, a backup quarterback, then you know you're probably not going to make the playoffs with, with whatever backup that you're going to sign in the offseason. 
I want to see Zach Wilson play. You know, I don't want a, a dud of a season. 100%, man. 100%. It's just like... It's, some things with the Jets, it can't be accomplished. Nope. But with other teams, it can. And I think that's just from image and reputation and history. I don't think the Jets could pull off what Kansas City pulled off just by basis of the fact that they had Andy Reid at the as as their coach and the Jets don't have anybody close to that, never had in their entire no. history. So I think that's where the skepticism comes from. You know, why people are just like, well, you got to either have one or the other. Let's have a poor history of drafting, poor history, missing out on big time players. They didn't draft Warren Sapp. They didn't draft Dan Marino. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. They didn't draft Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes when they could have. It really is disgraceful. I'm just looking at Mel Kuyper's big board of um, uh, position ranks. Mm -hmm. So in terms of just overall talent, He has um, Trevor Lawrence as number one, Kyle Pitts two, Devontae Smith three, Jamar Chase four, Jalen Waddle five, Sewell six, Slater seven, Justin Fields eight, Zach Wilson nine, and Elijah Vera Tucker ten. Remember when I said that the Jets would draft Elijah Vera Tucker mm -hmm. at 23? I remember if that. He, if Mel Kuyper is calling him the 10th most skilled prospect in this year's draft. You have to trade up and get him. And No, but there was in his, in his final draft, he said that the Jets would trade with the, the Jets would draft him at 23. He would drop. And that would mean if there's running back still available, Jets should look into trading up with that second round pick too. Start getting these weapons. I think besides Elijah Vera Tucker, too, you got to go one more lineman in this draft. At least a center, maybe. Hmm. You got to get two offensive linemen in this draft, as well as a running back. And then maybe grab another receiver, maybe grab a tight end, but then you go all defense after that. You need two linemen. You need a tight end. You could probably go with receiver. You got Zach Wilson coming there. Then you need to go two corners a linebacker, and safety. I'm reading from the from the Giants Wire, too, that um, the Giants Wire is, is one of the Giants' main Twitter pages. They've held last-minute virtual calls with Penny Sewell. Is it, mm -hmm. uh, how do you pronounce his name? Penny Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell. So it's Penny Sewell. Yeah. Again, makes sense, dude. Offensive lineman. Last minute calls. Like, let's like let's look. <laughs> let's, you know, let's make the right choice here. I want them to. They better. As I said, it's Joe Douglas's job. Mm -hmm. It's Joe Douglas's job. He's got he's gotta bring this team to victory at some point. Did it with the Eagles. He helped out with the Ravens. He started out with the Ravens. Yeah. 
100%. Bring this team to victory. This, it's just what more. You know, we, we, we're going to have to expect a lot here. So let's make like, like, like a final prediction of what like the Giants and Jets will do. Final prediction. I think two Zach and, Wilson. Two, two and 23. Zach Wilson goes with the second pick overall in the draft to the New York Jets. 23 could be Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC, which they need. They need linemen. Hopefully he's, he doesn't have any Sam in him, Sam from USC in him at all. And he can actually come here and compete. They could go ETN. They could go defensive end. 23 is really what's interesting for the Jets in this draft. We know what's going to happen with the second pick. That's overall. what I was saying earlier. Like, and it's, and it's a shame because if they would have kept Sam, it would have been different. Mm-hmm. You've had two picks where it would have been interesting. But you, you had know. to move on. You had to move on. You know how you know my feelings on Sam. Mm-hmm. What's your predictions? predictions Obvious Wilson is second overall. Wilson, Wilson two. Number twenty-three, I think, is just going to be about who is who is available. Um, that cornerback from Northwestern, man, watch out. Newsom. Mm-hmm. Newsom um, second. Yep. Um, What's his name? ATN, um, Vera Tucker. You know what? I'm gonna go with Elijah Vera Tucker because they do need like they do need offensive line, and that would be a pretty good first round. It would be, hundred percent would be. They need to build that wall in front of Zach Wilson. Protect your rookie quarterback at all costs, unlike they did with <laughs> with Darnold. Mm-hmm. That pan out. He wasn't a good quarterback to begin with. I never saw the hype in him. And you know, I think Zach Wilson's way better than Darnold was coming out of college. A hundred percent. It's Darnold was all hype, all hype. I wasn't impressed by his play tape. I never liked the guy. I was pissed when they drafted him. But mm-hmm. I as a fan, I gave him benefit of the doubt, and he never panned out. You know. Who looks like the genius now? I said Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen would be the best quarterbacks coming out of that draft, and it's looking that way. In addition with Lamar Jackson, of course, but Sam Darnold was the lowest on my draft board as a quarterback. He just wasn't the guy. Let's now let's do the Giants. Giants are at eleven. It's either going to be Rashawn Slater or Devontae Smith. I don't think. I think they want Smith. Over, over Waddle. Um, and I think they may... But do they want Slater over Penny? Like, that's the thing. It's either going to be... It's either going to be one of the two linemen or one of the two Bama receivers. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'm going on it. If you want my honest opinion, it's all going to depend on who's available. If Slater is available, they're taking Slater. If Penny, if if Penny Sewell's available, they'll take Penny Sewell. If Devontae Smith is available, they're taking Devontae Smith. Like that's just that's best player available. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah. 
which they shouldn't do. They need they 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 need to Lineman. improve needs. Yes. Are you thinking the same thing? I'm thinking the same thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> they just this is Gettleman's last shot. Let's go. I'm surprised he hasn't been canned already because the fan base has been fed up with him for a while now. Hey man, here's the thing: the Giants, if they would have won like one more game last year, they were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Team is close. You trust Daniel Jones, though? Let's be honest. Is he the guy for you? I don't trust Daniel Jones when his offensive line is crap. That's why Rashawn Slater is the guy. He is the guy. Let's hope it happens, man. I hope it does. Mm-hmm. Was there one last thing you want to go over for this show? The How Basket. about the, the, the Yankees and then the Mets? The Mets are... T- <laughs> Can't get a win for Degrom here. You lose to the Boston Red Sox, one nothing. Pissing you off now. Yeah, they really are. Nine strikeouts. <laughs> Nine strikeouts. This Mets team is pissing me off now. They always they they do. But they make. I'm happy when they win, and then when they lose, it's just oh my. Because this team, where's Lindor? Where is this guy? Three hundred forty-one. Three hundred forty-one million. He's bad, like two oh six. I mean, I know, I I know it's early in the year, but. He deserves the booze. I'm sorry. I'm a real. I'm a fan of the Mets because I see people. Oh, you're not a real fan if you're booing this guy. He, he's. He even said it himself. I get why the fans are pissed. There's no results. He's like, I expect results too. He's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. I don't think we should have booed him the first night, but now it's gonna. When, it, it's gonna be a when fans a have ex- when fans have expectations, you can't just deny them the right to boo. That's that's bullshit. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> like, is that like really like? Like, for instance, when the Knicks didn't get the number one pick in the draft lottery, am I just supposed to be like, dude, don't get pissed off? Like, no. Like, no. you you expected them to get a higher pick in that draft. Mm-hmm. And what, they get three? Yeah, they got three. And that's where they got R.J. Barrett. You expected them to get a higher pick. They didn't. You're and you're pissed off. What I was am I gonna pissed. do? You remember that night too. You remember oh, how yeah. pi- how pissed and I now, was. And now I think you're happy now because RJ Barrett is turning is is turning loose. He's he's coming alive finally. He's draining shots. He's becoming an actual shooter from the from the uh, from the uh, perimeter. And it's all Thibodeau. All Thibodeau, man. And um, man, nice win against it. the Bulls last night. Thibodeau doesn't like he doesn't let up. He doesn't take any chances. When the Bulls were coming back and they were down by six, he called a timeout, screaming, pissed <laughs> off. The Bulls ended up having like the Bulls came back and had like a one point lead, but you know, the Knicks, man, they really turn up in the fourth quarter. They had like they outscored the Bulls in the fourth quarter, like like 32 to 18, or like something like that. Like they they just stomp them out. Their defense in 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 like stuff in, in in the fourth quarter is just amazing. I was, seeing, I was seeing some really bad shots from Chicago, man. Because when you have stifling defense, you're forced to take those shots. And the Knicks prevailed. Randall had had another another thirty point game. 
Can, can you now accept that he can be an MVP contention? Can you now accept that? He's not an MVP player. Oh, dude. come on. That's just the Nets hatred coming out right that's now. That's not Nets hatred. That's just like, like really? Like you're talking about. You take Julius Randle away from this team. Are the Knicks winning all these games? If you take Randall away from the Knicks, they, it would be a different team. They probably, I would say, I would say they would be probably where like where the Bulls are, the 11 seed outside looking in. There you go. So he's MVP, puts the team like, on his back, and he's a team player at the same time. He's not like Melo who's selfish, chucking up shots from all over the place, shooting 50 and making 20 of them. You're telling me that he's on the same level as like Jokic or Embiid. Joel Embiid's a monster. Jokic is like Jokic is like a five-tool player. Julius Randle's turning into a, he's gonna if he if he keeps this up he's gonna eventually be in the top ten players in the NBA. Who? Julius okay. Randle if he keeps up this play. He's definitely laying in some. He's definitely he's putting up. That's the thing. Knicks, uh, that home stretch, like, saved the season. It did. Now they go on the road. They go They go to play the Rockets, who they should be able to destroy. John Wall is not even playing now. Like, they should be able to beat them bad. They have a really tough West Coast trip I told you about. Like, a lot of big-time teams over Lakers, there. Lakers, Clippers. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets. Ugh. The Suns was a true testament. I was really heated when they didn't win that game. I said, this is a really good test for that team. And they, and they blew it. Chris Paul apparently wanted to be Kobe. I, I, I can't stand Chris Paul. I, I can't stand his personality either. I don't he, like him. He, you uh, could have had him. We could have, but you know, he can stay in Phoenix. I don't, I'm not a Chris Paul fan at all. Sorry. Just the way he acts on the court. Just stupid things that he does. Have you, did you ever see like the thing Bleacher Report posted, how he just mocks people on the court? Yeah, he mocked um, Blake Griffin a couple like last week. Yeah, he's when. Well, that was on Blake trying to trying to fool the ref into a into a um, charging foul, but it didn't. But it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know that you can't stand Blake Griffin. I mean, you can't stand any net player. No, that's not true. I don't. I don't. I have nothing to say about Blake Griffin. You know who I don't like. The cupcake and Kyrie Irving, too. No, KD. Yeah, KD's the cupcake, and I don't like Kyrie either. And you don't like Harden either. Harden, I think he's just a complainer. He had to complain his way out of Houston to go to Brooklyn. But out of all the Nets players, if someone were to ask me who's your favorite player on the Nets, I would go with Harden. Harden, yeah. I don't mind Harden as much. KD and Kyrie, I can't stand. Harden's got to come back. He's got to come back. Nets play tonight too. Hopefully around playoff time. Yeah, man. It's how many games? I think there's what nine games left. I believe so. And the playoffs coming into the home stretch. The playoffs start March eight, March, May nineteenth. The the play-in tournament starts on May eighteenth. So it's going to be just, I guess, one day. No, it's not. It can't be one day because the because this it has to start on probably either the seventeenth. Or, or the 18th, and then the regular playoffs start the 20th, something like that. Yeah. Because the seven and the eight play, and the nine and the 10 play. And then the loser of the, um, 
seven and eight plays the winner of nine and 10. And that's got to be like two days. It's going to be so, probably going to be two days. Mm-hmm. But we'll I see. Mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Knicks are fourth in the Eastern Conference. I, I think that's where we have it, though. Uh, that's that's definitely where we have it. You know, the, the Yankees and Mets playing sloppy baseball. The offense Knicks are doing at, well. Baseball's offense is at like an all-time low right now, dude. I'm not even kidding. No There's more strikeouts kidding. than hits. Like batting average around the league is terrible. Jacob DeGrom has a higher batting average than a half of the <laughs> than half than half the team. I know. <laughs> Have you ever seen players just go up there and just strike out like you wouldn't believe? Like these guys just don't put bat on ball. Aaron Judge. No, no one does. All these Yankee players, it's just bat on ball is just a foreign concept at this point. Like guys are just out there trying to lift the ball, get the ball out of the park. No thought of driving the ball in, into the gap. I want to know what the hell happened to that concept. How about pulling the ball down the line or slapping the ball the other way? Like, are these like, is this like speaking a freaking different language? Mm-hmm. These guys don't do that anymore. And it's such a shame because a buddy of mine told me this stat yesterday. He said that out of all the 18 year olds or like, people that are that are younger than 18 in this country how how much how much of a percentage of them actually have interest in baseball major league baseball not many man no guess a percentage 20 lower that's wow six percent six i would have never thought it was in single digits that's single digits that's mind-blowing and it's all baseball's fault, man. Listen, when the NBA prioritized three-point three shooting, they still marketed the biggest three-point shooter in, in the sport in Steph Curry. Steph Curry changed the sport, but for the better. Because most of the opponents to three-point shooting are usually the older crowd, the ones that watched Magic and Larry Bird and like and like Kareem and those guys back then, Jerry West, Bill Russell, like it's just it was a different time. But it's that crowd that doesn't like the three point shooting. No, it's but in baseball, the home run or nothing approach is affecting the younger generation too. They don't like it either. Nope. So that's really where the huge disconnect is. The NBA has mastered the marketing of a star. They've mastered it. it dude, like, there's guys on the friggin' Sacramento Kings that are, that are marketed better than people on, like, the Boston Red Sox or the St. Louis Cardinals. There's probably more people that know who to um De'Aaron Fox is more than Mike Trout. Mike, more than Mike Trout. No, I'm not probably not Mike Trout. But like let's say like the best player on like the Cardinals, Nolan Arenado. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like 
one of those casual baseball fans. Obviously, obviously the hardcore baseball fans and the casual baseball fans, like some. Like, Nolan Arenado is like, yeah, he's a star, but like, he's not marketed. No. De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, guys, guys on the Kings. Like, come on. Like, those guys, those guys sell jerseys, you know. They play in a very competitive area in basketball. We got the Lakers and the Clippers and the Warriors. You got a lot of competition there. And these guys hold their own. But as I said, man, baseball is in such a real sad state of affairs right now. The ratings are probably plummeting as we speak. I don't know why anybody would want to sit down and watch a baseball game. It's boring. I'll tell you that. No hits at all. Gone boring. Ticket prices are through the roof to actually go to the stadiums. They've completely ran out the common man. You're going to see a strike soon, too. Oh, it's coming. You know that, you know that the CBA is up this year. Mm-hmm. And with the owners now looking to possibly instill a salary cap, it's over. Players are not going to play next year. Nope. I, I, I'll blame them. Yeah, well, the owners lost millions of dollars with, with the pandemic. They're going to want to, you know, they're going to want to, you know, <laughs> get some of that money back. <laughs> for, for form a cap. They need to freaking get in line because everyone lost a lot of money last year. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. Unbelievable. But, but let's end this show off with a little, uh, um, what is it, um, socials. Yes. Uh, so my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at the Real Max T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Once again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on my website, maxrcoglan.com, M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com, or on this YouTube channel right here, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. If you do not have access to YouTube for some reason, or maybe just prefer the traditional way of radio and just want to hear the audio, we're available on every podcast platform, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, you name it, we are on there. And that that concludes this. Go Jets, 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 J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 as Fireman Ed would say. And go Giants for the Giant fans out there. Make your right picks and let's see what happens. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, watch the draft tonight. It's at 8 o'clock on was it espn mm-hmm. or i think it's abc too don't they have it on both i'm not i usually watch it on espn then they switch it over to the nfl network at one point they do mm-hmm. so i think it's on espn at eight, at eight o'clock jets pick at two and 23 the giants are at 11 so thank you guys for tuning in don't forget wear your mask wash your hands stay distant and when it's your time to get a vaccine please take it. Everybody's eligible. Now, please take your opportunity and go get your vaccine. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. So long. So long.